As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Man, that Ray Liotta was such a good fella. The late and great. Rest in power, baby. So, I'm sure all y'all knew. That's from Goodfellas. Literally the pinnacle of all gangster movies. I definitely got that over Casino. I got that over Godfather. If y'all haven't seen it, I highly suggest drop any movie that you have on your list of about to see and replace it with Goodfellas. You will be hyped. Great film. Top to bottom. We miss you, Ray. So, what's up, world? How we doing and how we living? Undeniable Perception, episode 74. So, I'm in the carpool lane right now by myself. I could get a $500 ticket because my co-star ain't here today. But don't be alarmed, y'all. Uh... Our lovely brother, Raul, got hit with the vid, man. But don't be alarmed. You know, he's a strong, healthy individual. So I'm sure he's knocking COVID out on its ass, bruh. So get better, big bro. We miss you here at Undeniable Perception. And we need you healthy, brother. So go wish my brother some, some good health. But... Anyways, it was a it was a really uh, <clears throat> eventful, great past weekend that I had with my family and my friends. Uh, I should say, uh, one of my good friends, you know, he's uh, he's uh, about to join the best hood. And I, and if anybody is familiar with me, whenever I say, "Welcome to the best hood." I follow it up with fatherhood. Welcome to the best hood, fatherhood, or parenthood. However you would want to use it, right? So, man, it's really cool, dude. It's It's been very joyous to see, like, all the growth that I've seen. All my friends that I've known for such a long time go through, you know, in a positive growth. What I mean by that is, like, you know... Make, taking that extra step in your relationship where you want to build your own little tribe or where you want to you know give give a breathing life to the planet I should say you know like so we we celebrated uh my friend Ryan's baby shower you know he's gonna welcome uh, a beautiful boy into the planet in a couple of months man so I'm so I'm really excited and I get really ecstatic anytime there's a, a baby shower, you know, or or whenever we we celebrate a new life, you know, because, man, a new life is definitely, is probably like the greatest miracle, you know, it's probably, you know, the most blessing ever, you know, like creating something. You know, creating a, a breathing life. 
so I was out there in uh, in Romo land. <laughs> so I was out there in Romo land with all my homies, with my wifey, with, with my two kids uh, celebrating this, you know. And, and it was a beautiful event, you know. I'm really happy for my boy and his girl, and congratulations to you guys. You guys are going to be wonderful parents. But it was really cool, man. During the event, I got to see... Uh, my son and his uh, creative element. So, what I mean by that, like my my son is one with the with the dirt, man, or one with the universe. Because every time my son sees grass or dirt, he immediately gravitates towards it. So, dirt and water, like his favorite things to play with, honestly. <laughs> So it was cool because in this event, you know, there was a big jumper for the kids, right? All the kids were in the jumper doing their thing. And then lo and behold, you see my son, you know, just playing in the corners, you know, where the dirt, where the grass was, you know. And and it was just really cool to see the, the creativity of what my, my son was doing. So he's really big into cars right now. The movie cars and and any type of cars, you know, to to play with, things like that. So pretty much what my son would do is he would get his car toy, put it in the mud, right? Get it dirty. And then you already know when you go to a party, there's like a big ice chest with all the soft drinks. And so much ice that you got to like dig your hand in that ice chest to make sure you grab a drink, right? So my son found it clever to go clean his car on his ice chest. <laughs> so after the second time he did it, I caught him in the act and I was like, dude, you're, you're putting mud, you're putting mud in the, in the ice chest, man. There's going to... There's going to be like mud on the sodas, mud on the beers, blah, blah, blah. But it was it was just really cool to see like the creativity of like my son, like getting a car, getting it dirty and then cleaning it. And then it went to a strawberry. He grabbed a strawberry, got it in the mud and then cleaned it in the ice chest. So Ryan, I apologize if there is a lot of mud in that ice chest. That was my son. But back to the point of this story. I've been really big on like uh, following signs, you know, following things that happen, you know, out the ordinary. So my son, you know, when he got those cars, right, and he put them on the ice chest, he dropped them in there. So then he asked me, hey, like he grabbed me by the arm asking me to dig the cars out of this ice chest and I'm trying to explain to my son son like I can't see these cars you know like I'm gonna literally have to dig and run my hand through everything but it's extremely cold son I, I'm only able to keep my hand in there for a couple of seconds like who do you think I am Wim Hof you know so like that was the the conversation I was having with my child at the moment but you know I had to put my dad cape on 
had to get my Wim Hof on. <laughs> and I was able to recover one of the three cars that he lost in there. And luckily, it was the Lightning McQueen one. <laughs> so my son was happy. You know, he wasn't as sad to miss all his cars because he was able to recover his favorite one. But back to that scenario that my son presented me with I was thinking to myself I'm like I always bicker whenever like my lady has like like let's say my lady like washes the dishes and her hands are a little cold and she wants to like caress me and she like touches my back or whatever right and you get like that immediate shock like ah Oh man, your your hands are cold. You know, and that's something that was always weak with my brain in a sense. Like, I always felt like my shock muscles could be better. Right? Like, so I was thinking further into it. You know, I was just trying to meditate on it, thinking like, maybe my son is setting me up. For the next thing I need to change in my life. Or setting me up or... Not setting me up, but... In a funny way, uh, guiding me to the path of taking cold showers. Or welcoming that type of shock therapy. So like if... So for the people out there that, that don't know... Um, I suffer from really bad anxiety. Like, I get very anxious. I'm able to somehow channel my anxiety into more of a ener- energy, right? So, you know, I could kind of bypass not looking as anxious to the masses because I'm able to kind of channel it in the sense... But I get I get it really bad, man. I get it really bad to the point where it's hard to breathe sometimes. It's hard to catch my breath. And I get uh I get tingly. I get like really tingly like on my hands and on my feet. And it's something that I've been dealing with, you know, for for a while. Probably I would say I'd say probably like the last Five years I would say because I, I went through like a very bad uh, panic attack that I literally gave myself you know a panic attack that I should have never had that I should have never had but I made the decision to give myself this panic attack where I spoke I spoke very awful to myself like I was very angry maybe depressed you know i wasn't in a in a really uh, good mindset you know and i did and i remember that day where i just didn't want to be here anymore and and i just remember just saying really dumb shit out loud and and ever since that day man i could really pinpoint it like ever since that day it it triggered something in my in my nerves in my nervous system where I have like an ongoing anxiety where I have like somehow like an 
ongoing tingling feeling. So from what I've been learning from, you know, one of my great friends, AJ, and and from Wim Hof, you know, uh, whenever you take a cold shower, it's a, it's a way to uh, reactivate your nervous system. It's a way to shock your body in a way of waking it up in a sense. So today's the third day that I've taken a cold shower. Today's Thursday, right? So we went to the party on Saturday. I meditated on it Sunday and I made a decision to do it Tuesday to start it. So let me tell you guys, man, it's been it's been a crazy 3 days with with these cold showers. So it was really intimidating at first, but just like a band-aid, I just jumped in. You know, I kept thinking about that initial question you have before you jump in the pool like, is it really cold? And then you just end up jumping in, right? So that's how I did my first uh cold shower but one thing that i didn't do was the wim hof breathing technique where it's literally like three rounds of breathing for about 10 minutes where you're able to like in a sense relax your body kind of engage your nervous system and kind of be like in a in a zen mood so I didn't do that the first two days. And let me tell you though, when, when that water hit me that first day, boy was I yelling. And my female could attest to that because yeah, I was I was I was yelling. But those that minute of yelling, I was able to get through it. And then it was kind of hard for me to catch my breath because it's so cold and your body literally goes through like a uh, fight or flight mode right so you're kind of like just trying to survive in a sense without really being in danger so it kind of relieves your body of any kind of tense any kind of stress at that very moment where you're trying to just acclimate yourself with this water and that's what i've been what i've been learning when it comes to this cold therapy and it and it's crazy because the first day when I got out, my my shins literally looked like they were flexing. And when I got out as well, like I was very happy. I had a sudden rush of energy. My headspace was feeling great. I was very joyous. Like if I had like eight hours sleep and just had like the greatest meal of all time, but like I literally just got out of a five minute cold shower bro and that's how I was feeling now fast forward to today my third day today was the first day I did do the breathing technique from Wim Hof and let me tell you man it worked and it helped um, I didn't yell <laughs> this time in my cold shower and I felt more in control of my body of my breathing patterns but just to summarize, man, um, in regards to how it made me feel as well, like, do you know whenever someone tells you something like, 
very motivating or they tell you something that like shocks you to the core where your hairs lift up or you feel the chills like dang like like you touched my soul with what you said like I feel the chills like literally to to summarize it it kind of feels like the like that type of chills after the shower like you come out with that that motivation where it's like you woke something up in your spirit but yeah that's uh the next journey that I'm in you know with the incremental changes that I want to incorporate every day you know because as long as we're always challenging ourselves or as long as we are always making sure we want to get a little better a little better it doesn't matter if it's an inch better it's a little better and if we do this in a consistent manner in a consistent way we're always going to be alive we're always going to be using our brain our body you know we won't stay stagnant and that's what i feel keeps you young it keeps you young and healthy so if anybody out there wants to try to cold showers man let me know i'll try to give as much advice as i can give even though i've only taken three cold showers i'm here which uh but yeah that that's my that's my cold shower story uh so segueing y'all it's been a very tragic couple of hours right couple of days with you know the news that came out of of texas of the 19 children and two adults that got killed in a school rampage in a in a shootout you know and being a parent of two kids man it it breaks my heart you know like just in the morning you know you're with your kids you make them breakfast you take them to school drop them off and then for a tragic event like that to happen, you know, I I could only sympathize for these parents, man. Like, ah, it's just very tragic. It's a very sad thing, man. And and yeah, things do need to change, man. But what are we gonna do, man? What are what are we gonna do as as a population to, to make these changes happen? You know, there's a lot of Things that go on in the background that we don't even know about. You know, like, you could be watching, right, one news station. And they could be providing, like, just one side of the story. And then you could turn it around and and change it to a different uh, news channel. And they're going to be telling you a different side of the story. So the reason why I bring this up is because I've been seeing like a lot of division, especially with with us as civilization, especially when it comes to like opinions, right? There is this 
there was this tweet that I saw earlier in the day that really resonated with me that I wanted to read to you guys because I really feel that this summarized everything and it really hit the nail with the hammer. For anyone that hasn't, you know, seen it or read it, I'm going to go ahead and, and read it right now. So it's from Robbie Starbuck, who is running for U.S. Congress in Tennessee. I was able to see this post because of Marcellus Wiley, a person that I follow that's really dear to me. I really like his mission statement of life, you know, him being a father, him being a husband, him wanting to make a better life for his kids. So I'm all about that, man. I'm all about that motto. So let me go ahead and and read to you guys what this post said. Thinking about the mass shooting that happened today in Texas. A bunch of innocent kids dead. The monster responsible is pure evil. The media will make this about guns, but it's not about guns. The guns we have right now are the same ones we had 60 years ago. Our culture changed. Our culture has a disease. Everywhere you turn, hedonism is pushed on kids. Evil is sold as good. God is shunned. Parents and faith are undermined. Morality is laughed at, and yet, still, people wonder why such horror happens on a regular basis. It's our culture. It's pure poison. And the only way to stop this madness is to totally remake our culture to no longer revolve around evil. And I really thought that that was very thought out and very well put together. And and it's true because that's all I see, you know. Like, let's, let's be honest, y'all. Like, evil people are still going to be able to do evil things. You know, saying like, hey, let's get rid of guns or let's get rid of automatic weapons, right? That's like putting a band-aid on a cut. You're just covering it up. Like that's not going to fix the issue that's at hand. Like we have we have an issue going on with our mentals, man. Like this is something that we need to help everyone with. You know, a lot of people struggle with stress, with anxiety, with depression. And now in our social media era, you know, like, luckily for me, man, on wood, like, I was blessed to not get exposed to social media at such a young age. So with me and my my uh, millennial brothers out there, you know, I was born in 1989. So 
MySpace got popular literally, I believe, when I entered high school. So I was a 14-year-old boy on MySpace. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm 14. You know, I don't really know who I am as an individual. But, you know, I went through elementary school. I went through junior high. And now I'm in high school. So I'm 14 years old. I'm, I'm more mentally strong than someone that could be, what, six years old, right? And being on TikTok or seven years old and having Instagram, having MySpace, Facebook, whatever it may be. Because you're younger. You're still in your formative years. You might not be able to take everything with a grain of salt. You might not be able to identify, you know, someone messing around to someone being real. And you might take everything to heart. And there's a, a lot of young kids that were born into the social media era to the point where you think it's real life. To the point where it's like, yo, no one's talked to me on here. Am I capable of living? Does anyone care who I am? So things like that, man, uh, you know, it's not a it's not a good uh, it's not a good tool to have if you're not fully confident in yourself with the self esteem, you know, because that could be a really terrible place that could make people get depressed and and feel angry and want to cause havoc to people to the world. So that's one thing that that I've been thinking about. So everyone out there, you know. I love you guys. Be grateful. Don't take anything for granted. You know, if you still have your mom, if you still have your dad, if you have the privilege to even say that, you know, give them a call. Tell them I love you. You know, if you got your kids with you, you know, hug them. Tell them I love you, son. I love you, daughter. And I want to just thank all you guys, you know, for listening, liking, and subscribing. This one's going to be a short one because we're one man short and my babies need to go to sleep. <laughs> but thank you out there. Thank you, everybody. Love y'all. Under now perception, we out.